Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Welcome to Stance for Health podcast. This is Karen Sebastian Worth, the Hope Lady, your longevity coach, and I am here with Dr. Rodney. And we are following up on our last podcast where we were talking about how you don't want to over-exercise, listed briefly some things that you do want to do on a consistent basis. If you're going to have vigorous exercise, it should be no more than 150 minutes per week. Is that right? Research actually said between 150 and 200, but let's just cut it off at 150. What you can be doing up to 14 hours. And by the way, you shouldn't try to do it all in one or two days. Exactly. The (laughs) vigorous exercise, which is what we do. We do high intensity interval training, and that is part of our non-negotiables for longevity. So let's talk about the types of moderate exercise, and we want to weave in two other factors that you can combine. We talked about, let's say, walking. That's what I love about this is because it's stuff that you can do around the house. Yeah. Cleaning. How come that's not on my list? I don't know. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) wants to do it. Some people do. You can hire them. Vacuuming. (laughs) Going shopping at Costco. Oh, well, that's because when we go, we do. I prefer that we go together. So it's a social event. We know exactly what we're going to purchase. Yes, I have called it a date. Do you want to go on a date with me to Costco? It's almost (laughs) like a, of course, anytime. And so, but it's also a type of moderate activity, moderate exercise because because of how we do it. We go quickly without running in it into anybody as best we can avoid it. <laughs> but you're also picking up the items and then you're you're purchasing them and putting them in the car and then putting them home. Everybody, she is that fun. Putting them up when we get home. So shopping. Let's talk about walking. Now, there's two other factors to this moderate exercise socialization, and being in nature. I clearly am the kind of person that would really (laughs) hike than be with a large group of people that's walking. You get what I mean? So hiking is a type of walking, in my opinion. Well, you like bouldering too. But again, that's the lending ourselves toward extreme. So what did you have in mind when you said... Well, I'm talking about walking back when that was my main form of exercise. I met a friend there. Oh, and you were doing it with somebody. I was doing it with somebody and we were going to the park. We enjoyed the interaction with people walking their dogs. That's also very good. If you don't have someone to do the exercise with you, having a dog automatically causes this because you get outside and you have to walk the dog. If Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't do anything else, you got to take them outside to, to use the outdoor restroom. Exactly. And then you reach down and pick up <laughs> if you're if you're a good citizen. In our neighborhood. You're so on the list for all of these things. <laughs> she totally does all this already. I'm part of a community garden. It is so fun. If the push came to shove, you'd be like, eh, I think I'll just walk up there today. That's a mile and a half. 
Man. But just, you ride your bike up there. I totally married up. Well, thank you for that. How does gardening fit in with the socialization? Well, socialization, I'm in a community garden, so I, I run into other Hence gardeners. community. I just think about the digging that you have to do. You have to do raking and lifting uh, bags of fertilizer and soil and, and, and things like that. If you're doing it on a regular basis, you're going to build some muscle. There's going to be some resistance with that. There's a lot of research out about dancing. That's one I'm, I'm going to have to take lessons because I am not a dancer, but the, what it does to your neurology because you're responding to another person and moving. But once again, you got well, the socialization. And what I was thinking about is, you know, when I was watching Dancing with the Stars, they would show how these people got injured. Oh, yeah. From the, they're just going from zero to 50 in however much time it takes and they have to keep doing new things every week new content but so that's an extreme sport that's the vigorous is if it? you're on dancing with the stars but we're not talking about that oh, level of dancing okay so we're talking more about like square dancing or folk dancing or or shower dancing no nobody <laughs> nobody, nobody does that oh, of course not golf is another one and I just think that's such good news for all these golfers and I used to just poo poo People that go out there, oh, yeah, you're riding in this cart, but you're still getting out there lifting your clubs and swinging. And you are outside. You're yeah. with other people. Uh, with other people, probably closing some really important business deals. Well, the there process. you go. Yeah. Now, a real fun one that has just been so popularized lately is pickleball. And there's good news for that because you can do doubles. We watch how many people, how many courts do they have at three Summit? And they're almost always full. There's always something going on in those courts. And you know what's fun to watch with those the people that are doing that? We have yet to pick that up, don't we? I bought the paddles and all, but we haven't made the time. Did you notice I didn't say we haven't had the time? You have to make the time for this. But the fun part is, is that they're smiling and laughing and they seem to be having a good Time. There are some people that have their game faces on now. <laughs> I mean, they've got their game faces on. There's some competition there, even in folks that are older than 50. Yes, you know? that's that's the health club that we go to. And so that's what we're talking about. Now let's add one here. When we buy me my bike, you will be going on leisurely bike rides with your wife. Leisurely. <laughs> we talk. If you if you want more details about that, listen to our last podcast. Here's how you know that it was moderate. You're able to speak and breathe through your nose during the activity. In other words, you're not going. <gasps> Wait, what was that again? I don't know. I don't think, want to replay. I don't think we need a replay. Versus the vigorous activities, such as what we talked about last <laughs> podcast, strenuous biking, running, swimming, where you're breathless, your heart's pounding, and you are sweating profusely. That's vigorous. Yes. Let's add one more element to it. Strength training, which is something that you've started to add this week, and we're going to start adding even at our wellness center because we have we do have a, a vibration plate and so lifting weights or doing resistant training on here is even more effective i think there again we don't have to uh, get ourselves locked into a corner with this either do we, we don't have it, 
it's it's not necessarily square peg in a round hole because whatever fits for you, you can do resistance training, and that is increasing your strength by using bands. I have a colleague of mine, Shane Markham. Shout out to Shout Shane out Markham. to you, Dr. Markham. Because thank you for reciprocating adjustments yeah. for, for Dr. Rodney every week. It is a community thing every week with him. Absolutely. I look forward to it. I know he does. His example of strength training is the work that he does by lifting patients on and off of tables. Well, that's true. It's real. He's as big as a house. The guy, <laughs> he's super strong. He's, and he's got, he's got the muscles and he's got the genetics for it. But he does, when he works out, he works with bands, resistance bands. Wow. Yeah. So that is really awesome that you don't have to do it all at once. You can add these gradually. You can make them a part of your life like we have. There's a couple of tests that are going to measure your fitness and predict your longevity. And you wouldn't think of them as being strength related. I know this is so amazing. Yeah. What, which one comes to mind first when you think of these two? We did a reel on it and it got a lot, a lot of views. And it was the one leg stand. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about taking your stance for health. This is literally it. So you got to have the muscles, the coordinated muscles, not just the muscles, but the coordinated muscles, which brings in neurology to stand on one leg for 10 seconds or more. Right. As a as just a, a, a point of reference that suggests your uh, mortality over the next six, six years, according to the, uh, to the research. So let's talk a little bit about what this would look like. So you stand on one leg, you put the, uh, you kind of wrap the other leg around the one that's standing, balance yourself, and look in the distance and focus on, on a point in the distance and start counting. That's impressive. You remember all the criteria of that thing. Well, I think it's important because a lot of people are are wanting to know those details. The other thing, if you're not used to doing it consistently, have a place where you can touch at least a finger or a pinky, a thumb, something to help to balance you. And build up to this. You know what I like to do? What's that? I like to do this while I'm brushing my teeth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the counter really close there. It's kind of a, right. a, a V-shaped area. And you can kind of stand in the middle of that and work, you know, exactly. as long as you're not falling backwards. Oh, yeah. So no. beyond, very that, that has never happened. Yeah. So that is interesting. Because if you can do that for 10 seconds, not 20, 10 seconds without losing your balance or having to put the raised foot on the floor, look at this percentage, 84% higher, 84%. Now, from a- If you can't do that according to this article, It says that- you reduce your all-cause mortality by 84%. You can do that. If that's not an attention getter. Yeah. So tell me what's going on, because that just seems like a wimpy way to show that you're strong. Okay. So so it shows really funny things. Your big toe strength and the- What? Yeah. The large toe. Uh, you've You've got the tibialis posterior. You've got the- the named muscles that intrinsic muscles of the foot that have to be strong. 
And you've got the extrinsic muscles that have to be strong, like the, the soleus, the gastroc, and the muscles above the knee. Those have to be strong to stand on one leg. And the peroneus muscles, the, the muscles that 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 uh that will supinate, in other words, make your, your arch of your foot face more toward the ceiling. You kind of like scooping with your feet. That's the peroneus muscles, or actually the opposite. I'm sorry, it's like pronating your foot taking your arch further down. So all those muscles have to be stronger and vascularized. In other words, they have to be able to go the distance. They have to endure standing on one leg for a period of time. And add to that what is happening in your brain neurologically. Yeah. Oh. What is happening, Dr. Rudd? Oh my goodness. Well, this the all I all the pathways that you that you think of, you're getting reception from your feet and from your joints all those little joints three cortex too oh yeah definitely why not let's let's say that okay what about what about the vestibular system and when we say the vestibular system we're talking about the sense of joints but also the sense of where your head is the grid cells in your head too so all of that it has to be in a in a yummy um, a fun concert all playing together to be able to do this 10 seconds or longer. And I I would take the opportunity right now just to try it. Where, wherever you are, not just, try it. Yeah, give it a shot. And uh, don't be discouraged if it's less than 10 seconds. So that just gives you an idea of how, how strong you really are to go the distance. Well, you can practice it anywhere you go. If you're if you actually go out and do your grocery shopping, you can <laughs> while you're standing in line while doing saccades, you eye can, movements. You can all so. you can just put one finger on 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 the counter as you're about to check out from the supermarket, and and or while you're waiting in line, just do that, and and it's it's just something to become aware of. And maybe nobody knows you're doing it, and maybe somebody sees you doing it and asks you questions like, "What are you doing there?" And it starts a conversation, you yes. get community involved again. But I just think this is funny because you're taking away our excuses. Yeah. You get you're, again. It's that thing that you said about making time. Yes, making time because it's already there. The time's already there. All you got to do is do something with it while you're standing there in line. That's right. That's good. One of the things that we love about the blue zones is that it's their lifestyle that instills the ability to do this next one, and it's the Okinawans. And so maybe that's when they started using this as a test because they eat on the floor. Their tables are basically itty bitty legs. They cook on the floor. So they get up and down, up and down so many times per day. And they are one of the blue zones where people live with no disability for hundred plus years. Sorry. It's sorry. It's kind of funny, but not funny, sort of morbid at the same time. Do you remember the commercials for, for like this, uh, I guess infomercials where, where the elderly would say, and you know, how old are these people? I don't know, but they would say, I have fallen and I can't. Get oh up. yes. It was for that, that little thing. Yeah. That, Ah, I have fallen and I, and I can't, can't get, get up. up. And so here's this test right here. So here's how you do it. You what you do is you lower yourself onto the floor and then rise back up. So you start with the score of 10. And as you lower yourself to the floor, take away one point for each support used. If you have to use your hand, forearm, knee or side of your leg. 
as you rise back up, do it again. So that was Doc is doing it right now. So he did one. So he's down to a nine because he put his foot, his arm down for balance. Oh, I just got down on the floor. But you used your, you used your hand. Well, so that's, that's how it works. Take, oh, he's competitive. Take two, take two points off. <laughs> he, he, he got an eight. That's awesome. So I've been, that, I got news for you. I've been stuck at an eight for a long time. <laughs> and there's a, there's a game out there for, for young people where they, they sit cross-legged and then attempt to get up. We are not asking you to do that. So here's a this what popped in my head was a good way to practice this is doing burpees. Yeah. Because how many points is that? That would be eight. Every time. Yeah. Burpees. Yeah. And you know what burpee is. It's not. <laughs> and, 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 and it's funny because in school, we call them squat thrusts. Yeah, that's a better name. Burpees makes me think of a, of a gross burpee. But you go down, you're standing straight. You go down like to do a push-up and then come right back up. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so these are things that are going to make a huge difference in your longevity. And you can have fun <laughs> doing them. We've had fun doing this. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So you don't have to do all or nothing. Do something today. Get outside. Do stuff. Walk. Just do stuff. Enjoy life because that is what it's about. Join other people and invite them into your life. Open yourself up to conversations as you're walking along or as you're gardening or as you're doing anything. And it is so exciting to come to you so we can encourage you to make those small changes as you take your stance for health. See you next time. Thank you for joining us at Stance for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.